Hello, I'm Harry Karanja the lawyer and I am Gashau Patrick the Liman and this is Swalanyeti, the Kenyan legal podcast that pairs a Liman and a lawyer to answer your legal questions. Welcome to Swalanyeti. Hi Gashau. Hi Wakili, how are you? Good. How are you? Um I don't know how I have been. You know recently, uh-huh. Uh, my team. Yes. My famous team, the one I support in the Premier League, <laughs> Leeds Football Club. <laughs> yeah. Are they still in the Premier League? Oh yeah. That uh-huh. one and another one I cannot mention on yes, here. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, I have not have been having a rough time. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, that's an understatement of the year. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that bad. Uh, well, let's see. Let's see. Yeah. Um this time, eh? Mm, let's see. <laughs> in uh, this year of our lord uh-huh. 2021 <laughs> <laughs> so wakili yes what are we discussing today let me uh, let's hear the case first and then uh, i'll bring you up to speed i had been employed in a real estate company and recently got fired this had become a thing in the last year of me working there a lot of people got fired with no probable cause due to covid We had salary delays and I was owed a 2 month salary plus commission. The week I was fired, I had just closed two accounts which meant money owed. However, I have received no letter of warning or notice. I've written to the company on what I'm owed, but I haven't received threats instead. The new HR has been on my case claiming that I have been stealing clients of the company in contravention to a non-compete clause but that's not true how can i get paid okay so from from what i hear this is an employment issue mm-hmm. and we have someone who was working and uh, they had a salary and a commission yes and now they have been fired from work and yes. uh, they are saying there's so many things which went wrong Correct. first of all they there were delays before they were fired and um, delays in payment of their salary commissions have not been paid there was no notice before they were fired they were told that they are colluding with clients and so many things have come up yes but the long and short of it is um the employer feels that they were stealing yeah from the employer and because of that they have not been paid their dues which they are claiming yeah mm. and this is tricky because also it's during the pandemic yes so they were their salaries were being delayed and then the commissions were not even being paid for deals done yeah which must be really tough because yes. you know everybody's struggling during yep. this time yep yeah so akili how do we get our money <laughs> why first of all you're making an assumption that she's owed the money yeah, well, I, mean, yes. i mean let's look at the law because <laughs> there are many issues which come up of course and you know the employer might be justified i in terminating yeah okay. i mean okay we have to look at that mm-hmm. we have to look at whether it was justifiable to terminate and if it was justifiable then is the employee really entitled to this uh, income that they are claiming okay and what possible ways the employer can argue that it should not be paying this income so those are all the things we have to consider and we have to look at this from a legal perspective okay the my question is then If you think that a person can be dismissed, yeah. Uh, how can an employer mm. dismiss an employee fairly? Okay. Um I mean you use the term fair and I think that's a good place to start yeah. because you see labor practices 
are now not just governed by statute law, but they are part of uh, our constitution. Yeah. So one of the rights that a person has is the right to fair labor practices. Mm-hmm. And this means that you should not be subjected to things which are unfair. Even when I'm working or like when yeah, yeah in any labor and I mean if you think about it the issue of labor it has a long history forced labor or unpaid labor or slavery yeah so these are things where human rights have been abused in the past yeah. and that's why this is part of our constitution oh and uh, when you look at termination for termination to be fair there are usually a number of things okay. one the reasons for termination must be fair mm-hmm. <laughs> You, where where most people fail is the failure to follow due process due process like there's there, there's a procedure for dismissal exactly okay mm. and um if this procedure is not followed if this due process is not met yeah. or is not uh, complied with then obviously or definitely yeah this and this violation yes those violations so the labor practices are not fair and the person would be entitled to to sue for unfair termination. Wow, it's funny you say that because in every employment contract there's that last line that says and any other duty <laughs> given to you. You're talking about duties and whatever and you sign. Yeah. And then they tell you we need you to clean the office. Yeah. Because is that part of my yeah 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 it's written down there yeah. in your contract. <laughs> do, do you need a minute Gesha? <laughs> you know thinking. Now when do they know this is unfair or not? That's an interesting thing, but usually the contract cannot be so open ended that you've been hired to teach yeah and and now I'm the watchman and <laughs> <laughs> so of course if you're being subjected to things like that yeah. you could refuse to do That's them because okay i've worked with somebody who who said they have be they were employed to mm-hmm. cook mm-hmm. in a school mm-hmm. and they were the watchman mm-hmm. What else were they doing? Like they could be woken up at night. Yeah. They're supposed to keep guard. Yeah. They're supposed to make porridge in the morning, yeah. gully at lunch, <laughs> and they had been hired for another job. Yeah. Yeah. And well, the salary wasn't increased. Yeah. So, so those are the things you'd ask: Were they fair labor practices? But um, in this case, from what has been shared, it doesn't seem that the termination was fair. Yeah. And it's possible to sue for this. And of course, when it comes to your salary yeah which was already accrued and any commissions yeah those are unpaid wages so there's no question about their payment first they should be paid they should be paid because they worked for them yeah as long as you you know you did it yeah, yeah. those are unpaid yeah. wages okay. so so the unfair termination is now from there from the time you're terminated until you know a reasonable time and usually the reasonable time is up to 12 months you mm-hmm. might still get compensated Wow. Yeah. And so the compensation is normally mostly mm-hmm. damages are paid for. Yeah? It's not that they can hire me again. I oh, want you my could, job back. You could be reinstated, of course. And then they they start bullying me in the office. <laughs> <laughs> then you go and sue again for unfair labor practices. <laughs> anyway, uh-huh. So I mean as as far as that goes, the employee would be entitled to any lost income, the terminal dues, and uh, this includes everything that they were supposed to have gotten within the employment contract. Wow. Now, when I look at the employer, can they say we redundancy we did not need this person? Yeah, it's so interesting you bring that up because during this COVID pandemic, a lot of firms have pleaded 
redundancy. Yeah. And you know, especially the industries which lost almost the entire business. Yeah, it's true. Tourism. Yeah. Hospitality. Yeah, hospitality. Um, restaurants, bars. Okay. So redundancy is a technical term. It simply means that there was no more work for this person. Mm. Okay. So you're a waiter. Yeah, w- the the we, shop is closed. Exactly. Okay, but even when it comes to redundancy, there are certain processes that must be followed. Mm. You can't just say well, you're redundant and that's it. Bye. Okay, there's a notice of redundancy which must be met. Mm. In addition to the normal notice which must be met, you need to file this with the labor offices. Ish. So you have to meet those processes okay, for okay. redundancy to be valid. And uh, you find bigger firms, when they go through a redundancy process, they have to give some sort of counseling to the people who are being yeah. let go. Is that so? Yes, because, um, you know, it's all of a, it's a shock. I mean, you, yeah. you're working yeah. maybe position and you thought you'd be in there forever and all of a sudden they you're redundant. You. Okay, so they could rely on redundancy, but in this case, I don't see it. I don't see it because uh, redundancy requires, they have to show that, there was loss of employment, not due to the fault of the employee, but not because not of due changed. to the fault of the employee. Exactly, but it's just the changed business uh, environment, environment and the like. But okay. I don't see that here. Okay, okay. and then uh, there's an issue they they mentioned of non-compete. Mm-hmm. How can they? Because I know that happens also that when you leave this organization, yes, don't do this for two years. I don't know, blah blah blah. Yes. So non-compete clauses is is what we call a restrictive covenant. Okay? A restrictive covenant means a promise that you make restricting you from doing something. Okay, okay. So I I willingly make a cov- uh, an agreement mm-hmm. that restricts me mm-hmm. from doing something. Yes. Say in future maybe. Yes. Okay. And when it comes to these restrictive covenants in employment contracts they are really frowned upon because uh, and especially in Kenya. Okay, let's say you're trained as uh, a chef. A chef. Okay. So if you leave work here, you cannot work at any other place as a chef for the next six months. I mean, yeah. how are you expected to yeah. survive during those six months? I've seen a very big case by the way, now that you mentioned of yeah. Nike and Adidas. Yes. Of two, three creative people yeah. who left yes. Nike yes. and Adidas. Yes. And they were taken to court for that. I think they had an uncompete like for a year. Yeah, let's crazy. Let, let me say in jurisdictions such as in the US where you have a more specialized economy, mm. those things happen more. Yeah, intellectual property, what information. Exactly, and also where the the rate of unemployment is not as high as Oh yeah, as in Kenya. It's easier to get a job there than it is in Kenya. Yeah, it's so true. so I'm talking about specifically these yeah. restrictive covenants are frowned upon in Kenya. Yeah, makes sense. If, yeah, if yeah. You in a pandemic, you're telling me I can't work for six months. <laughs> exactly, because you taught me a recipe. Yes, and and for many other reasons. Um, you know, sometimes someone will say, "Look, I had no choice but to sign this contract. I oh, didn't yeah. really agree with it, but I had to sign it because I needed the work." Yeah. And when you have you have two parties to a contract, and one party is in a in a position of more bargaining power mm-hmm. than the other party, and in this case, the employer. Yeah in a better position. And you have a term in the contract which is ambiguous in nature, which can be interpreted in several ways. Then the courts will interpret it in favor of the person who did not. Okay. Who did not make that clause. Oh. So in this case, the employee. Mm-hmm. 
And this preference is given because otherwise it would be unfair to give the benefit of doubt to the person who wrote the contract. Yeah, of okay? course. Yeah. It's that thing for <laughs> you if you cut yeah. if you are sharing something if you cut it you choose last. Yes. Have heard of that? Uh, Let's uh, say we no. have you, <laughs> you yeah. know when your kids you you yeah. get chewing gum and you yeah, appreciate. Yeah. It. yeah, yeah. So the one who cuts yes. chooses last. Ah. You can't cut and choose. Oh, I see. Yeah, I see. You, you, you are not fair <laughs> enough. You, you get the smallest piece. Makes a lot of sense. So you cut yeah. for everybody. You choose yeah. last. We leave for your piece there. Makes sense. I mean, that's that's how it should be here. Yeah, and true. also, you know, to ask for non-compete, and uh, there are all these breaches of contract which are being claimed. Yeah, she was delayed, being frustrated. Yeah. She was not being paid. It's it's going to be a really tough, tough sell. But for the real what about this company. collusion? So, um, you know, collusion is a very serious allegation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, I mean that's almost at the level of stealing. Yeah. And what? in law, I've told you, he who alleges must prove. Oh. So you 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 can't again start saying just throwing around <laughs> such a word collusion. You're colluding, and there's no evidence to back it up. Of course, okay. if there is evidence, okay, then what you should have done is that you should have taken this person through a disciplinary procedure. And there's and you should have shown it exactly. There should be documentation in the yes. So the employer. So what what happens is in employment law if someone if 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 you feel that an employee has done something which would warrant you to take disciplinary action against them which could include firing them then they, there's a need to give them the right of fair hearing okay? oh yeah that's in employment law it's also in the constitution and the right of the right mm-hmm. of fair hearing the form it usually takes is that you issue them with a notice to show cause why they should not be disciplined So, in that notice to show cause, you will indicate we have reason to suspect that you were colluding with the client. And let them come and tell you, no, I was not colluding with the client. And you told okay? me sometimes even you, they can come with a witness. Them, say, oh, uh, it depends with the company's policy. Okay. But yes, it's possible. Usually what is allowed in those disciplinary hearings is for them to come with um, a friend mm-hmm. okay, or a colleague. Okay, But this is mainly for moral or emotional oh, support okay so okay. that they don't feel intimidated yeah <laughs> and then therefore mm-hmm. does this person mm-hmm. have any remedies now yeah. that the case seems they might be in their favor yes 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 um in addition to the issues of unfair termination which i've already said they can always go and seek for compensation in the labor in the labor law yeah There's also all these um, intimidation and threats yes. that they are facing. Yeah, and you know, um, when you're intimidating someone and you're threatening them, that rises to the level of a criminal ish. Yeah, against the law. Yeah, I mean, criminal assault. Yeah, or against individuals. Well, when you you have someone who is employed, and this case is a human resource officer, they might be doing this at the behest of the employer. Yeah. So the employer is vicariously liable, okay? Mm-hmm. So it's it can be the organization which which is actually criminally liable for that intimidation and threat. Okay. If if it's happening at the behest of the organization if the HR is doing that. Well, but so it raises the level of criminal like a criminal offense. Yes. Wow. Intimidation and threats, yes. Okay. Mm. And so if the if the threats are physical I mean, because <laughs> I'm imagining the guys. I've seen videos of guys being beaten at work. Uh, that's that's assault now. Uh, that's battery. There's assault, which can be the intimidation and threats. 
the batteries yeah. now you're battered <laughs> so so it's against the individual now i hope because it's a guy job well there's, there's something called the doctrine of uh, corporate criminal liability whereby it depends again well, you know it's like uh, you, you find um police officers might go and beat up rioters yeah, yeah. and the police officers might have been doing this under instruction from yeah the the high up the higher ups so both might be liable the person who did the beating and, and the person, the person who instructed him <laughs> to do the beating okay so yeah this doctrine would um put both of them liable for for assault and yes yes and yes what now with physical as you called it battery battery yes now mm. wakili and when they are seeking remedy yes can they go to a small claims court <laughs> <laughs> i almost forgotten how how much you love asking that uh, yeah. question uh no what? i mean the the short answer is no okay the, okay there are two things you said the, the, there's an issue of employment so yes. the employment questions no because oh. the small claims court does not have jurisdiction in employment Law. or in issues which are arising out of employment you know that but if it's assault and battery and it's just personal injury yeah they could oh. they could go and the make small claims court does not deal with employment law it does not i you didn't know that okay yes, yeah so don't go try so even if it's less than a million but it's employment issues yes if it arises out of an employment relationship you cannot um, oh. you cannot go and Inter- first time i've heard they can do something yes. small claims people <laughs> <laughs> anyway kili thank you very much mm. uh, i thought you'd be rusty but i see you still you still have your what is it groove <laughs> <laughs> and uh, on behalf of solanyeti thank you very much and goodbye goodbye Thank you for listening to Swalanyeti. To listen to more episodes or get more information, visit our website www.swalanyeti.org. If you have a legal question, you can also send it to us on our website or call us on 0708111222 if you need urgent assistance. Till next time, goodbye. Goodbye.